Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. We've got a lot of catching up to do. Hi there, everybody. It's lovely to be with you again. Over 100 live games in just six weeks on Sky Sports. Everything still to play for. Scores to sell. Relegation to avoid. Europe up for grabs. And the titles to win. Upgrade to Sky Sports today. 64 Premier League and 37 EFL games on Sky Sports, 17th of June till 26th of July. See sky.ie for details. Phil Tiger. Slacker Greedy Slackers, I hope you're all good. I hope you're well. I hope you're healthy. I hope your family's healthy. And yeah, I hope you're getting through this okay. Um, I hope you're enjoying uh, season three of the Slacker podcast. It has been pretty varied so far and it's going to get even more so um, with the podcast that we have in front of you uh, today. Last week you had Alt-J, this week you have got the Italian composer Ludovico Ionaudi, um, who is a humongously uh, popular composer. He's streamed more than any other classical artist. Um, he's also done um, so much amazing uh, composition work for some great films and great TV series. Uh, he's done a lot of work with Shane Meadows, where it's where I came across him in, in the first place. And also, I think it was Greg James at Radio 1. I um, was a massive fan of him, and I think I was listening to his show. and kind of got into him that way. I'll be playing him a little bit on my Radio 1 show, The Chillest Show, which is on Sundays at 7. And we're going to hear from him in just a little bit. Big up to the brand new Patreons um, that have come on um, in the last seven days. Your um, support to the podcast is really, really helpful and will continue uh, these podcasts coming out. So if anybody is getting something out of the podcast and they you know, enjoy it and you've listened to all the episodes or just listened to a couple and you feel like you can part with uh, less than what would be a pint of beer um, a month, then go to patreon.com forward slash the slacker podcast. Um, I've also 
there's been a massive like uh, upsurge in um, book sales for the book that I wrote, which is called The Slacker's Guide to the Music Industry, which is a guide for anybody who is making music or releasing music or needs a little bit of help with their musical career. Uh, and I interviewed um, the best in the game, uh, collated it all together, and you can buy that at philtaggartslacker.com. And um, yeah, that's it. I've been making lots of mixes and stuff. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you'll be able to see some of the mixes or hear some of the mixes. And it's at Philly Taggart, one L in Philly. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, let's let's just um, get straight into the podcast. Also, like, just a word of warning: this is the first podcast I ever recorded um, in transit. So we did this in the tour bus from Brighton um to heathrow airport where he got on a plane and went to cologne and i got on a train and went back down to brighton and also it's the first um podcast i think i've done with somebody who who english is not their first language so um you might need to like uh have a little, a little bit of um patience at, at times but man the, the guy is just an absolute genius like he really really is and i had so much fun recording this and basking in the pearls of wisdom that he had to share this is the slacker podcast with ludovico ianaudi in three two one i guess you would call this a, a special edition of the the slacker podcast it's the first one we're doing in transit like I don't know about you. I, I've got the I've got the headphones on, so I can I can hear the rattling of the of the truck. You can. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. We're we're the first. Does it work? It does yeah. work. Yeah, it sounds grand. Um, it's the first um, Slacker podcast in transit. I'm in a, a minivan with uh, Ludovico Ionati, and we are on our way from Brighton, my hometown, to Heathrow Airport. the The life the life of a traveling rock star. Am I right? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> the ugly life of a uh, musician. Yeah. I, I always thought that um, the, the touring life was all ba- back backstage parties and private jets. And <laughs> yeah, not really. And uh, on, uh, on the top of the cherry, there is uh, that... Uh, uh, the weather is very bad. Uh, I'm coming from from uh, Milano, and I was in Palermo in Sicily yeah. uh, a few days ago, and it was summer. And uh, here, uh, <laughs> welcome to the UK, my yeah. friend. Yeah, it's it's very grim. Although, the, like, it's this is uncommonly grim for Brighton. We're so south of England that we may as well be in France. Uh, okay, yeah. uh, that's why I, I like living down this end and not up the top end. This is yeah. meant to be nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, how is your How is your tour been going so far? Uh, it just uh, restarted yesterday, uh, the day before yesterday, from Birmingham, and uh, it it went very well in uh, in both uh, town uh, because we we stopped uh, in the tour in uh, in August uh, in London. I was uh, at the Barbican for a few days. And uh, so I had um, quite a nice break, uh, and uh, now I have uh, an autumn uh, uh, part of the tour that is uh, uh, part in the UK. Now I'm going to Germany, and then um, I come back to the UK at the end of the month, and uh, then I'm going to Spain and France. Like, I, I don't know how you pack all this into the year because, like, on top of all of the, the touring that you've done, 
you've also released seven projects. Yes. I don't know whether to call it, I don't know whether to call them seven albums or seven compositions uh, or seven projects. What's the, what, what's well, the it, 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 it's a project. It's one project divided in seven parts. Uh, that so makes sense. Uh, this is uh, it's like uh, seven chapters of of a big uh, book uh, of a novel. So uh, the idea of uh, making uh, seven uh, parts because. Uh, in each uh, chapter, uh, it's uh, the same content, uh, the same itinerary of music, mm -hmm. but uh, with variations. So uh, every time the music is uh, played differently and uh, there are some uh, variation in the way I, I play same themes uh, or... Uh, sometimes I make a detour and I change uh, the, I add a part uh, and so uh, it, it, you enter in this uh, loop uh, of seven days of music and it's like uh, entering in a park where you walk and uh, uh, you walk in, the, in that park uh, every day from a different point of view and uh, the weather is changing uh, the 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 itinerary that you take every day is different but the, it's the same park <laughs> i love that like the the, the the concept of that alone because like if you're a fan of, of your music you will have one of those seven parts of the one story if i wake up in a great mood then i would listen to which one would i listen to I was like, I want to. Maybe I actually no. I woke up in a bad mood, and I want to get into a great mood. What, which is like the most most positive of the seven moment of those of those I, seven? I don't know. I I mean uh, I um, I haven't thought about uh, that. I think um, um, when I uh, when I got the idea, I. I started to... Uh, the idea came because I had uh, a lot of variations of uh, this music that I wanted to uh, record. Uh, I had a lot of variation on my phone. Uh, if yeah. you, uh, so you start to listen to version one. This is... I, uh, you like version one. Then you, you go to version two that is... Uh, version two that is lower. And maybe it has a new part that is not in version one. So um, you just decided to put them all. Out. Yeah, I, I said, <laughs> why should I cut uh, this and that? Uh, yeah. And um, so I put them uh, all in, and uh, and then uh, in the studio, uh, other ideas came. So uh, um, I think uh, I wanted to keep also the the vibe of uh, the creation in the studio. I yeah. didn't want to learn all the variations that I prepared before but I some of them were there was uh, something established already and set but uh, there was a lot of uh, that came uh, during the recordings because uh, sometimes uh, when you go, go to the studio you might lose uh, the freshness uh, the spontaneity of what you're doing and uh, I didn't want to so yeah. I uh, I want to find the inspiration 
also from the studio, from the the place I was. You can you can hear the room in in some of the recordings. You can hear like little little cr- creaks. Yeah, ex- uh, especially in day seven. Day yeah. seven was recorded um, uh, uh, at the end of the of the group of uh, of the albums, and I recorded it in the mountains in a with an upright piano. Uh, I took my uh, analog uh, microphones uh, yeah. from the 60s. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you know it works. You know it works well. And um, and because I, I want I I love those microphones. They are uh, Neumann U67. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they 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 produce and create a, a very warm uh, sound that I love. So anyway, I took them in the mountains, and I was uh, supposed to go in another place in the countryside. But it was uh, uh, this come uh, past June. It was uh, in the place where I I have a house in the countryside. It was too hot because it was uh, the summer was incredibly hot in Italy. So I was coming back from the States and I s- said, I was looking at the temperatures and uh, I said, I can't go there because it's uh, going to be too much. <laughs> boil. So I moved uh, my uh, uh, itinerary to the mountain and I went into um, a place where I had a, a room, a wooden room in a little hut in the mountains where I was alone for 10 days. And I, I placed there uh, an upright piano. I placed my microphones, and the room, uh, the wooden room, was crackling. Uh, there the w- were some noises, but at the end, I quite uh, like uh, that, it's I, intimate. I, yeah, it's very. It, it got uh, into the atmosphere, <laughs> everything, uh, and so this was uh, performed alone. And I think uh, this one reflects more the. Uh, the idea of uh, when you are sketching your ideas uh, I I didn't want to refine everything I, I wanted to just live inside the the what I was uh, what I had in mind uh, I didn't uh, took too many decisions and plans I yeah. just did it that's that's where you need the creativity. You need that sort of moment of solace. Uh, was this was this in the Alps that you made this? Because like the yeah, it was uh, in the Swiss Alps. Yeah, and yeah. It, it has a, obviously a massive thumbprint on on uh, how the the music that, that came out this year turned out. Even when I was um, starting to uh, think about the uh, the album, I was in a break from the tour, and I was uh, it was winter. I was in the mountains, and I was. Uh, uh, every day I was listening to my demos uh, and my from uh, from my phone and and I was walking and uh, in the snow. So my mind was a bit uh, uh, was a bit uh, confused uh, as when you are trying to understand what you are going to do and you don't know exactly. Uh, this uh, for me is something. It's a state that uh, happens every time I I start uh, a new project. I really have uh, some. Uh, my mind is very foggy. I don't know what is gonna be. Uh, uh, what is? 
I don't know about the title. I'm searching for something that I still don't know what it is. <laughs> and uh, so I was in that state and outside around me there was a sort of uh, uh, snowy landscape that was similar to what my mind was. And so I, I but uh, the walking in the snow and listening to the music helped me to was a sort of meditation and it was very I was concentrating on my ideas very much I could focus and uh, and really I felt uh, completely in the landscape uh, and completely inside myself it's normally at the uh, on on the podcast what, what what we will do is we will uh, play like a, a very early piece of music um, yeah from, from you but with, with a lot of the sort of artists we can you can get a demo from the very very beginning and it'll be scratchy and it'll be be raw but um i was you started playing when you were very young so i think unless we had a recording of you playing when you were like 10 years old yeah um, i i mean at the moment i will would have to to search uh, in uh, but I, I can't give you uh, give it to you now because i i'm uh, I'm here and maybe in Milano <laughs> there's something that I can find but uh, uh, I've got something here it's not a demo it's it's from um, 1998 okay I, I'm gonna just blast in like a, a little a little bit of it and um, we'll talk about it a little bit of it after we hear it That was um, how do I pronounce it? Well, because I, I Leonde. Yeah, I really, I really hate um, pronouncing things in different languages. But in case I get it wrong, I try my Le- best. Leonde is uh, it means uh, the waves in in English, and actually it comes from um, 
The inspiration comes from uh, a famous book uh, from Virginia Woolf, The Waves. And uh, mm, it's, uh, it's a quite an interesting book. I don't know if you know it. Uh, okay. It's uh, because uh, it's uh, quite an experimental book because uh, it has uh, some chapters uh, that are written in uh, Italic. And uh, those chapters in Italic are the description of the same sea view in different parts of the day. So you start uh, from the, uh, the description of, the, of this view. It's like a movie. Uh, from the, the, uh, you see the bay, uh, the color of the water, the sky, and uh, it's early morning and uh, some people are appearing uh, on the shore. And then uh, uh, it stops like a, in a movie and goes um, inside uh, the, the character, the font of the book changed from Italic to normal. And uh, there are some monologues of uh, different characters. Then after a while it goes back to the uh, seashore view. And it's not anymore early morning, but it's like uh, 10 o'clock. And uh, so the, the light uh, has, ch has changed, the sun is, has gone up, and uh, some more people are around. And then uh, uh, this scene reappears uh, every two hours in the book. And at the end of the book, uh, it's night. Mm. And it says, uh, uh, only the waves are everything is changing uh, only the waves are always there they they keep uh, uh, coming uh, they keep uh, beating the shore yeah and this uh, poetic uh, vision uh, of the of the waves uh, going on all the time forever since ever gave me the the idea to write some music about it how how influenced are you generally or is it just that that song um around written literature um and like how much does that feed into what you do well um i uh, what i like um is uh, that um uh i like to um, take inspiration from other things uh, that are not uh, inside the, the the world of music, uh, because I think uh, it's very interesting when you take something uh, and you, I mean, you can write a piece of music about uh, a group of birds that are flying in the sky, and uh, you you see the the drawing uh, that they create uh, in the sky all together, and it, it's like a dance, uh, it's a, like a choreography. And uh, it could be also the um, the way um, uh, you you move uh, like a melody and a mm -hmm. group of instruments all together. So um, sometimes uh, I I take inspiration from literature, sometimes from uh, uh, science, from other books, uh, philosophy, photography, films. Uh, uh, things I do, uh, things uh, traveling, uh, and um, 
this helps me to focus on on an idea uh, from a different point of view and uh, uh, it, it helps me to create uh, the surrounding for my music an hour with three minute songs that's yeah. tw 20 tracks yeah, yeah, 20 and, those, tracks, and yeah. those 20 tracks if they sound the same will yeah. begin to sort yeah. of grate on you you, yeah. you need to take it on a journey when it's that long yeah and uh, in fact I remember there was a time uh, at the beginning of uh, the CD era uh, when uh, there were like two so good songs in an album and the rest was uh, <laughs> not so good anyway um, uh, I now we don't have any any any, any problems about uh, timing uh, I mean you can create pieces that uh, stay with you for a while uh, for, for you can uh, create something that is two minutes long or two hours long uh, and or 20 days long my family uh, was uh, like a, a quite a wealthy family uh, my father was a publisher mm. and so I grew up in a in a situation where uh, there was some uh, uh, intellectual activity uh, around me, and uh, did it feel stimulating, uh, or did it feel like this is just part of the family? Yeah, it, it felt uh, like uh, it was part of the family. When you are a boy, you don't uh, you don't realize uh, what's going on. Actually. Uh, my mother was playing piano at home she she introduced me to classical music but at the same time she also she was quite an open uh, mind and she introduced me i remember to satisfaction <laughs> but the uh, rolling, rolling stones. stones yes and so uh how, how did that one go down in the house when rolling stones was playing like was your was your dad quite traditionalist as well would he say turn that off or would he be very uh, much like doing the Keith, uh, Keith my, Richards uh, My dance. dad was more uh, traditional. I mean, he uh, he was not uh, too much inside into the world of music. Yeah. And probably this is why I decided to uh, to go in the world of music where I could feel more uh, myself uh, in, a, in my world. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I was... I felt that music was my world, and my father's book uh, was uh, the, the world of books. A, a lot, a lot of fathers try try to make their son do the same sort of job as they are. If their father's a doctor, then the son becomes a doctor. If their father's a lawyer, yeah. then the son becomes a lawyer. Yeah. Um, was that was that pushed upon you as a as not a kid? Too, not too much. I mean, um, uh, my father was. Uh, a certain point we discussed about it, but uh, because I have some, I had some doubts about uh, what I was doing in my teenager times, and he said, "Well, if you want to work with me, you have to start <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah, and you have to take books around. Uh, you go take the books and go to the uh, and uh, take it to the bookstores, and uh, you're not gonna." Go in the I quite like that. Yeah, like yeah. you're not you're not starting in the yeah. boardroom. You're you're yeah. starting at the the very entry yeah. level. Yeah. And um, but I mean it. I think it was a good decision because I really music for me was uh, the thread uh, and the connection uh, with uh, with my emotions and uh, with the, with uh, it was a good way to. 
to find to express myself uh, and to find a position in the world and I don't think uh, without music I could have uh, lived uh, happily uh, I could find uh, a real uh, connection with myself how, how do you think you would have turned out if you had it if you hadn't the music to to go to and you just had to sort of live your life without it because obviously you're like expelling so much emotion and you're you've got your place in the world life, life will be a lot difficult more difficult without it yeah it would be more uh, more gray i think for me for uh, more uh, dimensional uh, yeah, yeah. and uh, and I think music uh, it, it's uh, it, it has helped me to dive into myself and to explore uh, and to take out my my dreams by desires by vision uh, actually it's like a, it's a very personal uh, diary of what what I am and what is my life and what uh, are my uh, what is good and bad uh. Is, isn't it great though that when you, you put so, something so personal out that that little moment in time that you made is open to interpretation by the people that are listening to it so they're like what your journey was and what you've put out is something completely different to every single person that listens to it. And I think that's the beautiful thing about music. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, I think especially it's possible if you don't... Uh, it's even more possible if you don't have uh, uh, lyrics. Yeah, of course. When, when, yeah. Uh, when it's pure music... I mean, sometimes the, the I, 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 uh, there could be lyrics that are very open and uh, to different interpretation also, but... Uh, of course, uh, without lyrics, you don't have even the the direction is very very open to all the possible uh, backgrounds uh, of people that are listening to from different uh, parts of the world and uh, with different backgrounds, with different lives, and uh, this is very beautiful. Sometimes uh, it's even uh, I mean uh, I understand and I see that people. Uh, get so connected uh, to to the music uh, uh, that sometimes it's quite uh, it's even scary because uh, <laughs> the yeah. uh, it, music it touches uh, very deeply it talks to them in a very deep uh, and important way and in, sometimes it, it has uh, it, it's uh, it changes uh, lives uh, and so uh, I it feels like a responsibility that I sometimes I don't even know that I it was not uh, meant to be yeah it's uh, not why it's uh, not why you set out to do it but obviously like when you when you write something that connects with somebody on a deeper plane or a deeper deeper level that means that they're when they see you or meet you they're probably share with you a lot more than they would share with maybe even their partner or their or their family because you're almost a stranger but of inexplicably help them through a specific yeah. time yeah absolutely it becomes like a divine uh, entity that uh, is uh, helping you to to do all sorts of things it, it helps you to uh, uh, to restore your 
to uh, to find your stability. Uh, it, it's like um, a divine, uh, a, a divine entity. Yes. Was was the piano the first ever instrument that you you played? Like, did you pick up anything before that? Or well, uh, the piano was uh, the instrument that I used to hear. Uh. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here, when uh, my mother played uh, uh, at home, and uh, so uh, she was playing uh, uh, every day uh, uh, when when she she wants. She was like an amateur pianist, and uh, she she has uh, she had uh, her classic repertoire uh, of uh, Chopin, uh, Bach. Uh, Schumann and and then she was playing some uh, folk songs for me and my sisters and uh, and that piano was like a, a fireplace in the house because uh, you know it, it, it's uh, it was like an aroma connected to the house uh, you know sometimes uh, there are places where that you remember for the for the aroma of the plants Sometimes I remember there was a, a house in the countryside, in the in the seaside where I used to go, that, that had a beautiful jasmine um, uh, plant, and uh, and the flowers were smelling so nicely in the summer, and uh, in the, the plant, uh, the aroma uh, at home for me in Turin was uh, the piano of my yeah. mother. And so this became so familiar. And uh, uh, at the beginning, I remember I didn't. Uh, it, it's like uh, when you start reading. Uh, at the beginning, uh, you see the words, but you don't know what they mean. It's only after a while that uh, those uh, words that are that are meaningful, uh, that are not meaning anything to you, uh, they start to. Uh, to come alive uh, and they, they start to change and they they start to get a meaning for you and this was uh, uh, 
as for the music that at the beginning uh, it was very abstract I didn't know what uh, was about there were sounds and at a certain point I, I started to to feel uh, the emotions and the expression inside this music was, uh, was it like a cerebral sense of, of being able to understand it or was it like s- sitting down and, and learning about it which helped you no, understand no. it no it was like uh, I remember it was I probably was in the, in in another room and listening to the the piano that was uh, in my mother's uh, room and uh, so there was a, a, a division between the two rooms and uh, and I probably was on my bed uh, cartoon uh, comics or something comics yeah, yeah. and uh, and uh, then I was stopping uh, from the from the comics, and real- I started to realize that uh, this music that I heard uh, for many days before it started to to become something that uh, I didn't realize before. It, it, it was I was uh, starting to recognize a uh, personality in that music. And uh, so, uh, and it, and it started, to, and this was uh, I was realizing that it was uh, like uh, warming my soul, and this was a very beautiful uh, feeling that I had. So was it was it like obviously it was very instantaneous the the love for for music you had? Did that mean did that make you want to sort of search it out more like in a? in a capacity of learning scales and, and actually learning about it and learning how it's put together and how you make these sounds? Well, uh, yes, of course, uh, at the beginning uh, I didn't know anything about it. I had, uh, um, I had a very bad uh, piano teacher. Uh, then uh, at the time I becoming attracted about music, uh, it was a time where um, the albums uh, like uh, Revolver from the Beatles were uh, released uh, and so I I got uh, even if I, if I was listening to my mother my attraction was uh, 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 for the Beatles uh, the Stones, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Jimi Hendrix uh, and all this uh, music that was coming from the UK and, and uh, the States and, uh, did, you, did you used to dress like that as well? Did you used to like? Well, uh, I had uh, long hair, uh, uh-huh. and uh, and then I immediately uh, was uh, I was uh, I wanted a guitar, not a piano, at the time. Did you Did you get one? Yeah, I, I got uh, acoustic or electric. I got. Uh, I had uh, the first one was uh, an electric one. I was echo electric yeah. one, yeah. And then I, I had uh, I started to play guitar for a while. I, I was playing. Uh, I started to like uh, to play the blues, mm. and uh, I had also an acoustic guitar uh, that I still have. And I and so f- for for some years uh, my passion was more into guitar. And did you uh, have Did you have a band that you play with? I had uh, like a summer band. Uh, what were they called? Uh, the Snoopies. The Snoopies. <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I love. I love the first band names. They're always. They're always great. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys ever gig? Uh, 
uh, yeah, but very. I mean, there, it was a village uh, in, in the on the seaside, and we played. Uh, <laughs> you seem parties. almost you seem almost embarrassed to talk yeah. about it. I mean, we we played in parties uh, more, more than uh, real gigs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, at what point did it switch over then? Like, at what point did you go? Okay, the the guitar has had its moment in the well, in the uh, sunshine. No, uh, th there was a moment then when I was th so th the band. Uh, the, uh, I'm talking about when I was uh, now 12, uh, 13 years old. Oh, it was yeah. very young, right? Yeah, okay, 14 years old, and uh, that's why you were called the Snoopies because yeah, you were, yeah, <laughs> you were exactly. still reading yeah. Snoopy. <laughs> um, then uh, when uh, then I started to uh, go back to uh, the piano. I mean, uh, the piano was uh, it was in my house, so I, I never stopped completely. And uh -huh. uh, but um, in those years, uh, I started to uh, I was studying uh, at school, and uh, I was very bad. Uh, uh, the it was uh, it, those were the years of uh, uh, strikes, and uh, th there was a lot of. Uh, uh, revolution in the schools against uh, the institutions uh, and I was uh, always uh, in, on the front line of those and uh, at a certain point I, I, I remember I, I left uh, school uh, uh, without even finishing the year oh really? yeah and uh, I went uh, with some friends to Morocco in, uh, how, how old were you at this point? Uh, I was 16. So you just skipped school and went to Morocco? Yes. Like, <laughs> did you did you find yourself? A lot of people go to Morocco to sort of find themselves. You must have been up to no good. Uh, Nobody goes to skip school and go to Morocco and, yeah, and, and act like a saint. Actually, my father was not uh, really happy uh, about it completely. He said, no, you... You, uh, you cannot go to Morocco now. And I said, okay, I go. And I went to Morocco. Uh, so you're, you were a, re a rab yeah, rebellious yeah, child? Rebellious, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, then I stayed there for uh, two months. <laughs> and I came. See, my, my rebellion was like, oh, I'm going out tonight. And like I would go away and I would come home the next day. You went away for two months. <laughs> and uh, I was... Uh, yeah, I, I remember that I, I think in two months I sent... Uh, one postcard at home. <laughs> I'm not coming home. See you later. No, say, You're uh, saying, uh, hi, uh, um, how are you here? Everything is well. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, then I, I came back in June. And actually, this uh, in a way helped me to understand that. Uh, uh, I had to take uh, to decide something in my life. Uh, I couldn't go continue with the school. I, and uh, so I said, well, uh, I think uh, music is, uh, is would be the only place where I would like to stay if I have to uh, uh, to decide what what is going to be my next year the, the years uh, to come it's a very stressful point in any any um, person's life that sort of 
16, 16 to 21 I found is very, very, very stressful because there's pressure on you from all angles going, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And you're very young to actually be able yeah, to go, this is what I want to yeah, do. To understand uh, things. But at the same time, it's uh, it's important that you take decisions uh, in those years because uh, uh, if you wait too much, uh, then it become, uh, it's could be late to yeah. uh, to study something mm -hmm. that uh, you you want to and uh, so I, anyway I started at 16 uh, I uh, I went into the conservatoire uh, in Turin and uh, that was a very traditional uh, old uh, fashion school very severe and uh, but I quite uh, Liked, liked it because I dived into that uh, very deeply and... Uh, Did you still have long hair at the uh, time? Did they make you cut yeah, it? Yeah, I, I cut it a bit, <laughs> uh, but they, they, they were still uh, uh, quite long yes. compared to now. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, uh, and then I started to... Uh, I continue uh, to perfection my piano uh, uh, studies and I started comp uh, composition, which was uh, completely new for me. I started to uh, uh, study harmony and to I, the counterpoint, uh, all the traditional forms of music. And this uh, was very. I never studied anything uh, so deeply in my life before. So I it changed completely. Even my father, he was very surprised. To uh, he was opening my room and he said, "What are you doing? I don't understand. What? Uh, why you are here all those hours? Uh, uh. <laughs> why are you not going to Morocco for two months? Why are you not yeah. scaring your mother and I?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but at the end, uh, uh, this was uh, the beginning of uh, my. My life. My it sounds like it was a, an obsession that was beginning. Yeah, I was very obsessed uh, by what I was doing, uh, and uh, also because I felt uh, that that uh, uh, I had uh, I was uh, hungry for uh, for for that. I, I I was hungry for that knowledge uh, that I didn't have, and I wanted to possess something uh, that I when, I was looking for when, when I picked up the, the bass guitar and when I played in my band when I was a teenager in my head I always had the idea that we would be the best band in the world that we would be like on the front of all of the magazines we would have the best music videos and, and all the rest of it when, when you sat down at, at, at that age 16, 17 when you went into the conservatoire like did you have the idea of wanting to be the best pianist in the world? Uh, well, maybe not. Uh, uh, I was the piano was uh, like a, a tool uh, that uh, uh, was useful for me to be, because my my focus was very much into creating some music, uh, mm -hmm. to creating uh, some music that I didn't know how to create, and so this was very difficult because. Uh, I was tr trying to write some music and I found it uh, not very good. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so I said, that, well, I have to uh, continue and to search, to study, to, to get into uh, another level. And uh, actually, um, I, I, f 
uh, it took me a while to uh, to get in uh, confident to what I was trying to do and uh, I didn't feel I was uh, uh, the best uh, uh, in the school uh, at the conservatoire I always felt that was uh, I was looking at the other and think that uh, there's a place where I always think that I could have done better and the that uh, the sound that I record uh, could be uh, better and uh, the way I compose could be better I think it's something that always uh, gave me the 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 push mm. to to keep going and uh, do another and to do another composition because I would like to explore something different and deeper of what I've done did you did you have a mentor um, starting out, and at what age did you start working with? Yeah, the mentor uh, the, my uh, I um, there was uh, uh, like a teacher that I had uh, that he was a very famous composer at the time. He was Luciano Berio, and actually uh, he he was the one that gave me the first. Uh, he was the one that uh, started to make me believe that I was doing something good mm-hmm. because uh, I had a lot of uh, respect for him I, I loved his music and and when he started to look at uh, and to hear what I was doing and he said oh, that's very good you should uh, maybe t- uh, try also this and uh, but this is uh, I like w- what you're doing uh, uh, come back to me uh, in, in a month I, I, uh, and do this. Uh, I want to listen to it. So uh, he he was very good uh, because I started to feel uh, that I was doing something uh, that was important. Yeah. When was it that you, like the international attention started coming to you? Like uh, like you were, after you were like studying, um, when did you start going out and playing and? When did you feel like your career really started to lift off? Yeah, I think uh, it was um, around the end of the uh, the 80s. Uh, this was a time where I was doing, uh, I was co- collaborating uh, with uh, uh, and doing some project with dance and theater. Yeah, uh, I was working with a American dance company that. Uh, uh, they were also in touch uh, for some reasons with uh, uh, with U2 with U2? yes with Bono? Uh, I, I say that because uh, I, I this is an interesting uh, story because uh, I remember Bono came to Milan and uh, and I was doing the music for this uh, American company uh, called ISO Dance Theater, and uh, they were friends. So uh, we mm, we we went to uh, after the the, the gig. Uh, we went to uh, a club, and I was sitting. Uh, we were three or four, uh, and Bono was at the table, and we started to talk. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bono was uh, very nice. He was saying, uh, "I like uh, what I heard about your m- music." And he said, uh, "We um, we do something uh, that is uh, m- much more simple, 
but uh, the what we do is very much about uh, the soul that we have the heart that we put in inside our music those words uh, for me were important because uh, after all my years of uh, uh, academic studies I I think there is a moment where there are people that start to lose uh, the the contact uh, with uh, with their dreams with what uh, where the the dreams and 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 the and the desires uh, and the whys they become uh, uh, they started to become uh, focused on music why they decided to to create uh, music and uh, technical uh, idea of uh, creating something spectacularly uh, yeah. amazing but you need, you need something to remind you of that sometimes yeah sometimes you need uh, in, in, I mean those, those simple words that I had with him were very important uh, because from that point I, I was more uh, aware of what was my uh, Where, where was my road mm. the road in front of me was that I wanted to follow and I didn't want to hear anything uh, else so I started to focus on that and so, uh, so was Bono partic like, particularly <laughs> was, was Bono the reason you started really well, really no, releasing uh, your own no own music? I mean uh, not completely but it, uh, he, I mean it, it was, it's a nice uh, he sparked it uh, off uh, it's a nice way of telling you the story because I mean at the time I was uh, trying to focus I think he, he yeah. was one uh, one uh, part of the mm -hmm. uh, of my story that came at a certain point and, and I mean I had a lot of respect for, for him for his work and uh, and I think the way he was talking to me was uh, very simple and pure and mm. I like that Do you, do you stay in touch? Like, do you, do, do, have you ever like uh, shared shared music? Have you ever played together? Uh, no, but I I was um, uh, I was in touch with um, I still uh, I I met a few times uh, the Edge. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, he married uh, um, one of the dancers of the uh, dance company who was working so. We are in touch, and sometimes we, our uh, road crosses each other <laughs> somewhere in the world. Um, so like up and up until that point, you will have d you would have done a lot of work for for dance companies and and, and well, theaters. Well, uh, no. Uh, after that, I started to uh, really uh, focus on uh, the piano, uh, and started to think that uh, the the. It, It would have been interesting if I uh, was uh, because before I was more composing uh, music and not performing uh, so much, uh, and uh, I, I started uh, it started to grow inside me the desire to uh, create a project that I was uh, composing and, and performing and recording. So uh, it uh, was a desire to create something with uh, with all uh, with my hands. 
from the beginning to the end. What what was that project? What did it end was, up being? Uh, actually, the first one was uh, Stanze. Uh, and uh, then after that uh, was Leonde, the one uh, you played yeah, uh, yeah. before. And uh, immediately uh, Leonde immediately after it was uh, released uh, first in Italy then in the UK uh, it became it started to become uh, uh, popular and there was uh, the radio started to play it uh, uh, I remember Stanze was uh, played uh, quite a lot on the B on the on BBC mm. 3 and uh, there was, a, I don't remember, there was a, a program, but now I don't remember the, uh, the, title, the name of that, that program on BBC3. Uh, that was playing also ambient music. Uh, yeah. It wasn't called Late Junction, was it? Yes, Late yeah, Junction. That yeah. was it. Yeah. Um, but like for, for it, with, with people who release music that's, that's generally piano-led, they can be quite... Um, you know, like putting it onto an album or getting it played on the radio doesn't really mean that much to them. But for like, for you, you're almost like the ro the rock star of it. Like where you're getting played and you're releasing albums and the albums are doing better than everybody else's and you've got more streams uh, online than um, Beethoven. <laughs> I, I think. Yeah. Like, you yeah. seem to have taken to the like, the mainstream has taken to you and vice versa. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, sometimes uh, I. I don't think too much about this uh, yeah. popularity that is uh, growing so much and uh, mm, the, the I think uh, I try to to keep connected with my desires of when I was uh, when I started to to make music and I I think this is uh, what is important for, for to me, mm. uh, I mean, uh, it's uh, of course in, in, it's very important now that I can. Uh, there is an attention uh, about what I do, and my music is uh, 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 allows me to to decide and to to create my projects uh, more freely than before. And uh, uh, but I think it's very important that. Uh, you keep uh, your uh, roots uh, to where you started, and this is what I care mm. about. Uh, the, the, there is another story, for example, w that is quite nice uh, about Shane Meadows. Shane yes, Meadows, uh, he, one of my he, favorite directors. Uh, he did. Uh, this is England, as you know. Uh -huh. And uh, and I think uh, at the, he was uh, in. Um, in a taxi uh, going to a festival in Canada he was in England and he, he heard my music on the radio but he, the, my name was not pronounced uh, properly and so he couldn't uh, really remember what was the music that uh, he heard and, yeah. and then when he came back from Canada he heard it again and uh, <laughs> this time he could uh, really uh, write down the name and he found it and uh, he started to listen to my music and uh, he told me that uh, his uh, this music helped me help helped him to uh, to decide to write uh, 
the story of this is England. So this uh, uh, was uh, uh, this is very beautiful to know that uh, with what you do you can uh, inspire and open uh, certain parts uh, of someone else's uh, soul and uh, make him decide that uh, he can do uh, a project that is completely different from what you do and uh, and it becomes like a beautiful uh, project uh, as this is England became. Surely there's only one person to be able to write the soundtrack to that. If, if you were the one that helped him unlock his creativity to write it, at what point did he come to you to say, will you will you be a part of this project? Uh, well, he came, uh, he, he started to uh, to write the, uh, the film and he came uh, uh, to Milano, I remember he came to Milano and uh, he had uh, already done uh, the film but he was not uh, completely finished and uh, at that point uh, he said uh, I would love uh, to have you in, in the film, would you like to uh, to start uh, collaborating with me in this final uh, uh, phase of the editing of the movie and I said, yes, absolutely, I love the, the film. And I started to, I was in Milan and uh, he was in uh, editing in the UK. And we uh, were, I was sending him, uh, uh, I was recording at home and uh, I was sending him the, all the takes. Uh, and sometimes he was coming back and saying, yeah, I love this. And uh, uh, sometimes I was um, uh, improvising on a scene uh, with with the piano and uh, and then maybe he was taking my music and place it somewhere else where he felt yeah. it was more uh, proper for the for the film and it, it was a very nice collaboration uh, working uh, long distance our, our journey to Heathrow Airport is uh, com coming up on us quite fast yeah, I mean, yeah. we. I feel like we, we are. We are. We are here already. <laughs> okay. I feel like we just left Brighton about yeah. ten minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, how long was our conversation? An hour and fifteen minutes. Okay. <laughs> and um, as you happy? I'm very happy. Yeah. yeah. As, soon, as, soon, as soon as I get off um, here at Heathrow, you're going to Germany. Yes, I'm going to. Uh, I'm flying to Cologne and uh, Köln, and then uh, to from there to Dresden. And I'm uh, getting on a train and going back to Brighton. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, uh, maybe which is, I mean, uh, I, probably your trip is, be is better than mine because I have uh, nine, uh, like eight hours to, to arrive to Dresden. Well, put it like this, you should be glad that this is the journey we're doing and not the next one because you would have had to sit beside me with a microphone for eight hours and nobody needs that in their life okay <laughs> um thank you so much for taking the time out to thank to you chat it was to me. A i think it was a good uh, um, situation to be on the road yeah i think yeah. i might do more of these like you can hear hear the clacks in the background i think it, it just sounds it sounds a bit more i don't know it just sounds, sounds a little bit different i like it yeah great great
Want award-winning box sets? Try Now TV. See every epic episode of Game of Thrones, both sides of the law in The Wire, and why Succession got everyone talking. So, treat yourself to award-winning shows on a Now TV Entertainment Pass. To start your 14-day free trial today, search Now TV. 18 plus new customers only. Order renews at 15 euro unless cancelled. Offer ends 7th of July. Terms apply. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. 